0: welcome to the blogger to author podcast where we help you turn your content into a book so you can share your passion build authority in your niche and make a little money too now here's your host dr beth brombos Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the Blogger2Author podcast. I am your host, Dr. Beth Brombos. Today I am very excited to feature an interview with SEO expert, Glenith Reed. So I know a lot of you, actually probably all of you, think about SEO a lot when it comes to your website or especially you bloggers think a lot about optimizing your blog posts so that you can get more free traffic from Google to your website. And so I know that this is going to be a very valuable interview for you to listen to because Gleneth is going to share some amazing tips here to help you rank higher in search engine rankings. <laughs> so a little background about Gleneth. Gleneth Reed is an SEO AdWords, and online marketing consultant for bloggers and online entrepreneurs. Her goal is to make SEO, AdWords, and online marketing easy and affordable. Glenith lives in Knoxville, Tennessee, and is part owner, soon to be full owner, of an internet marketing agency full-time. Her hobbies are weightlifting, walking, and social media. Please don't crash your car if you are driving while listening to this to write down the tips that glenneth is going to give you because you're going to love it and you're going to want to implement all of this on your website so listen up for this incredibly incredibly valuable interview with Glenith. thank you so much for coming on the blogger to author podcast Glenith.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, Beth.
0: So I want to start by learning a little bit more about you, or really so our listeners can get to know you. So tell us a little bit about your background, your blog, and how you became an SEO expert.
1: Okay. Well, I actually have a computer science and English degree, but right out of college, I went into customer service and sales. And a little over six years ago, about the same time, I started blogging and working for an internet marketing company. My original blog was called Let's Talk and and it was all about my journey to getting healthy. And as I became a health coach, I renamed it to YourPathToFit.com. And in the meantime, I'm still working at the internet marketing company doing AdWords, SEO, all kinds of online marketing tasks. And kind of merging the two together. So I decided to split my blog into two. And gleneth.com, which is my website, was born. And I pivoted my health coach business, went into helping bloggers and online entrepreneurs with SEO and AdWords and trying to make it easy for them. And then trying to make it easy on myself because it aligns with my full-time job and what I love doing on a daily basis.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I know SEO can be incredibly confusing for bloggers and entrepreneurs and really anybody who's trying to make a name for themselves in the online space. Uh, So if you could, what I'd love to do is start out by hearing you explain why SEO is so important to listeners who may not quite understand.
1: So SEO is organic search results. It's when somebody goes to google.com and types in a search looking for the product or service they sell. There are over 3 billion, and that's billion with a B, searches done per day. So think about that. That's like over 30,000 a second. So, with the crowded market on the internet, it's so important that people optimize their site so that they can be found for what they sell. Because that's what people are doing. They are out there, they are looking for what you're selling or the service, and they're looking for it through google.com. And um, I did 10 searches just while preparing for this podcast. So when you think about how many times you pick up your phone or grab your tablet or on your desktop and you go Google and you type something in, that's organic search. And you're finding those people because they optimized their pages and their websites. Yes, absolutely. So... That
0: brings up a great point that if you want people to find you in other ways besides social media, you really need to make sure that you are thinking about SEO. And I think what's nice about SEO is that at least once you optimize a page, you don't have to go through and reoptimize it that often. Unlike social media where you have to post every day several times a day, SEO is more kind of set it and let it do its thing, correct?
1: Correct. Yes, it's you know, you want to get all the steps done on the page. You want to optimize it. And then it's going to take some time. You're not going to rank overnight. This is a long term strategy. You don't want to check your rankings every day. It's kind of like the stock market. If you do that, you will drive yourself insane.
0: Yes. And oh, I'm sorry, I was just going to say that that's an incredibly important point and I want to just hammer that home again that SEO is a marathon, not a sprint. So even if you, for example, hire an SEO strategist like Gleneth, she's going to absolutely help you do amazing things with your site, but you're not going to optimize a post and then see it rank on the first page
1: of Google results the next day. It does take time yes absolutely and it's you have to be willing to be in it for the long haul we have some customers that have been with us since before i started and we work on their site slowly and we add to their site that's why blogging is so important for people with a business because google likes to see fresh content so doing a blog optimizing it only helps you all around And you don't have to do the blog every day thing like you used to six years ago. A blog a week or every other week, something consistent for both your readers and Googles is enough. And I
0: appreciate that insight from an expert because I think that there is a lot of bad information out there or maybe not bad, but old information because people remember what somebody told them about SEO five or even two or three years ago and that gets stuck in their head. But Google is continually refining its algorithm, correct? So what worked a couple years ago may not work today.
1: Yes, Google changes their algorithm on a daily basis, and there are over 200 different ranking factors for SEO, and Google does not share them all. Nobody knows what they are. So things are constantly changing, and you have to pay attention, keep up, and you have to be doing it correctly. The stuff with the keyword stuffing, Google's algorithm gets that now, and you get penalized for that instead of rewarded. That is a
0: great take-home message for everybody. And really, I want you to go follow Glyneth right now if you're by your computer. If you're driving, please wait until you're home. Uh, And we will have Glyneth explain where to find her later. And I'll also put it in the show notes. But please make sure you're following her because she's keeping up on the trends. She knows what's going on. And so... She will make sure that you know what's going on. So make sure you go connect with her because it's going to be an incredibly valuable relationship for you.
1: Thanks.
0: (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So you briefly talked about blogging. And again, this podcast is aimed at a lot of bloggers and content creators. And like we just alluded to, people do absolutely make mistakes when it comes to SEO. So I would love to hear your professional insight and hear more about what you think the biggest mistakes are that you see bloggers make when it comes to SEO.
1: There's two different categories here. And one is the homepage. Your homepage, especially if you're selling a service or selling a product needs to be optimized for that product or service you sell. And the number one factor on your homepage is your title tag. And that's the tab, the words that show in the tab at the top of the browser, whatever you're using. So many people leave that as the default, which is often just home or their name or the name of the blog. Here's the thing, if people know your name or know the name of your blog, they're going to find you. Get that out. Use those 60 characters in the title to promote what you're actually selling, like online health coach, online personal trainer, or if you're local, personal trainer, Knoxville TN. So, use that space in in the best way and not putting your information. I see so many people who just have their name and their blog name and I'm like, that's fantastic, but they're going to find you anyway. It's all over your site. Let's change this. And so you also have to get clear on what you're selling and what you're providing and what will people be searching for that you want them to find you. So that's on the homepage. Your homepage needs to be optimized. But then on each blog, the biggest mistake I see is people don't research the key phrase, the keywords before they write their blog post. They write their blog post and then they're like, well, I need to try to rank for something. Well, no, you've done this backwards. Start by doing searches. And I I'm an AdWords certified professional. I do not use the AdWords keyword tool. I use Google. I use google.com. I go to google.com. I put in a search phrase. I start seeing, you know, when you start typing and Google starts suggesting phrases. Okay, well, what are those phrases? Are any of those like what I want to write about? Um, You pick a phrase, it gives you the results. You go to the bottom of the screen and it gives you more suggested results. And you look at those and you're like, well, this is more like what I wanted. So you keep researching and refining till you've got a long tail keyword that's going to be the phrase you want to rank for, then you write your blog post, not vice versa. So another one is photos are so important on blogs, not just because people are visual and want to see things, but you need to optimize your photos. Google gives you a lot of chances with it because you can optimize the actual file name of the photo so instead of like dsc001.jpg you would have online-personal-trainer.jpg mm-hmm. huge difference and then in your title tag and your alt text you can also use that same key phrase and- very
0: very smart obviously and <laughs> again Follow Glyneth. This is amazing stuff she's sharing with you for free. You need to be following her, but I'm sorry. Continue on.
1: That's okay. And then not a mistake that people make, but something that a lot of people do not realize how important it is, and that's having a site that's fast and having a site that looks good on mobile. Google is prioritizing mobile first because more than 60% of the searches now are done on a mobile phone. So that's what they're concentrating on. So your site needs to work well on mobile. It needs to load well. It needs to be fast. And when I say fast, Google really prefers three seconds and under load time. And a lot of bloggers aren't hitting that because they've uploaded Photos at the original size, say from their DSLR or even from their cell phone, and those photos are way too large for a website. You just don't need them to be that big. So you need to take a little time before you upload your photos, resize them, rename them, then upload them to your site, and that will help both the speed and the optimization. And a lot of people will say, Oh, well, I have a plugin that smushes them. Yes, but you've uploaded the file at that size. It's always going to be that size. Yes, it may smush it into smaller to make it look different on the screen, but you uploaded X amount of megabytes or kilobytes or however large your photo happened to be, and that's just taking up space. And the more photos, the longer it takes your site to load. Yes, that's great advice. And I'd
0: like to ask a question That refers back to actually what you were talking about just a little bit earlier about, you know, doing your keyword research and optimizing blog posts. So do you have to optimize every single blog post you write for SEO or do you recommend that? No,
1: no. I tell people don't try to rank every blog post. It's just it's not worth your time. Everything's not going to rank. Here's an example. You see a lot of nutritionists do what I ate Wednesdays. You're not going to rank for that. Don't try. It's a great post. It gives you fresh content. It connects you with your audience. They get a glimpse into your life so that they will know, like, and trust you. But write your post. Put your gorgeous photos on. Now, I would still optimize those for size, But you don't need to spend the time optimizing for a keyword or doing a keyword research. Write it, get it done. You want to optimize the evergreen posts, the how-to posts, the informational posts. Those are the ones you want to concentrate on optimizing, not the weekly series kind of posts or the personal vacation photos.
0: Awesome. Thank you for clarifying that. I appreciate that. So we've been talking about blogging, but I'd like to move over just a little bit and talk about SEO for authors. So how can good SEO help authors sell more
1: books? It can help because people are going to get on the Internet and search for the topic that you've written the book for. So again, while people may know the book's name, they're not going to know the topic. So you want to, again, research your keywords, optimize your page, because there are over 1.8 million print books on Amazon and almost 800,000 eBooks for the Kindle. And I'm guaranteeing you that most of these people are not optimizing their website or their landing page for SEO. So the minute you do, you're already ahead of your competition. And obviously, you're going to be on Amazon, you may be other places, but you also want them if they find the website or if they search that term to find your site. And so it's so helpful. And people, a lot of people think that they can count on social media. And social media is fantastic, but it actually only accounted for 2.8% of website visits in the second quarter of 2016. Organic is still responsible for the majority of the traffic. So you can't discount it. I know social media is popular and you need to be there. It's where your audience is and there's so many platforms these days but you can't overlook SEO because that organic traffic is so valuable because they're actually out looking for you instead of social media where you're speaking to people and hoping that they may want your product or service.
0: Absolutely. And listeners take that to heart. So I imagine our listeners are now wondering what steps they should take to optimize their book sales pages or even websites for search engines. So could you tell us a couple of tips?
1: Sure, Um, so let's just go ahead and assume you have your key phrase that you want to rank for. You're going to want the title of your page or the title of your blog post to include that phrase as exact as possible and as close to the beginning of the title as possible. You're also gonna to wanna to make sure that that key phrase is in the domain URL. So if you were, if I was glenneth.com and I was a personal trainer, glenneth.com slash personal-trainer slash Knoxville. Um, so you want it in there. Again, you want it as close to the front of the URL as possible. Then you're gonna want that key phrase in three key places, the first paragraph, the last paragraph and in one heading tag. And I tell people to kind of think like you were back in English when you were writing papers and you wrote the intro and then your main part of the paper and then your conclusion, you're telling people what they're going to get. You're giving them the info and then you're summing it up. And even if you're selling something that still applies, what are you selling? Give them more information about it and then sum it up at the bottom and make sure that one time within that page, either the blog post or the sales page, you're using it in a heading tag, like an H1 or H2 tag. Um, It should be naturally occurring within the text a couple of times, depending on how many words you use. And your poster page should be at least 400 words. And that's really something that's different these days. And that keeps changing. It actually keeps getting larger and larger. So the longer posts are actually ranking better now. So I tell people, try to aim for 700 to 1,000 words in a post. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, like I mentioned, you want to make sure your images are optimized with the keyword in their name, their title, and their alt text. And then something people forget is the meta description. And that's the description that actually shows under the domain on google.com. It's those sentences that you see. And you have about 160 characters. And your goal with that meta description is to entice people to click on your link. Now, a meta description is not actually a ranking factor, but if you show up on a page for a term and people see you and they click on your page and they spend time on your site and they go to other pages, that's a ranking factor. But if you keep showing up on, a, on the Google.com search results page and nobody clicks on it, Google kind of assumes, okay, this isn't related to that term and so you're, you will go down in rankings. Your entire goal with the meta description is to get people to click on your link. And using that keyword in it because you'll notice that Google will bold the words that are in the user's search. So if they're searching for it, you want it in your meta description and Google will bold that.
0: And so your meta description should almost be like a little sales snippet, like you're selling your blog post to people who are searching Google.
1: Absolutely. You are selling that post that sales page to make people think, yes, this is exactly what I was looking for. This is the one. Awesome. Thank you for
0: running through that. And I know you have several resources on your website, on your blog for this. So listeners, I will put a bunch of links to relevant posts on Gleneth's blog in the show notes so please go there to learn more about all of these topics I know that it's going to be incredibly incredibly helpful for you Um, and so you actually Glennis have a um, a free download that you want
1: to offer to our listeners correct Mm -hmm. I do once you have everything optimized you do need to promote it on social media Social sharing is a ranking factor within Google now. You know, five years ago, 10 years ago, it wasn't. Social media wasn't around. But it is around now and Google does see it as a ranking factor. So I have for everybody a blog post promotion schedule. And it just talks about Instagram, Twitter, your Facebook groups and pages, Pinterest, your email newsletters, and suggests when you should Post on social media once you write a new post or once you launch a landing page. So, for example, with a Facebook group, you know, you're going to want to post it the same day, but also the next day, a different time. And then a week later, a month later, two months later. Remember that everybody doesn't always see what you post. You may think that you're putting it out there too much, because that's all you see. That's where your focus is. But think about how much information you see on a daily basis and how much you probably miss. So that's why you can't just shoot it out there the day you publish it and think, okay, there we go. You've got to have a consistent schedule of promoting your posts so that people will see it and hopefully come back and read and share it. 100%. And so I will
0: include the link to where you can go get that in the show notes. Uh, So head on over there to get that freebie from Glenna. Thank you so much for offering that to our listeners. Oh, you're welcome. I promised this in the beginning. Where can our listeners find you and learn more about
1: SEO and all you have to offer? They can find me at com. That's my website. And my name is spelled G-L-E-N-N-E-T-H in case you're just listening. And then on all the social media networks, I am com with dot com spelled out. And you can also email me at me at com. And I love to hear from people. I love to get emails. So shoot me over whatever questions you have about SEO. I would be happy to help.
0: Thank you for that offer. And everyone listening, I will also include links to all of Gleneth's social media platforms in the show notes. So head there to just make it easy for you to find her and follow her. (laughs) Uh, So do you have any final advice that you'd like to give our listeners? I do.
1: Realize that SEO isn't going to happen overnight, but the longer you wait to start, the longer it's going to take for you to rank. So set aside a few hours each week, if you can spare it, or even each month, and start optimizing your site. Start with your home page, your book sales page, and then check analytics for your most popular pages and optimize those. Remember again that every page on your site isn't going to rank and you don't need to try to rank them. So you can just set those aside and not worry about those. And like that said, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Remember that, don't check your rankings obsessively, but follow these steps and you will start ranking and you will see more traffic from organic.
0: Great advice and Thank you so much, Glenith, for coming on the podcast and for sharing all of that great insight with our listeners.
1: Thank you for having me,
0: Beth. It was my pleasure. Glenith, thanks for coming on the Blogger to Author podcast and for sharing so freely of your knowledge. You know that I greatly appreciate that, as do all of the listeners. And listeners, make sure that you start to implement what Gleneth is teaching now. Get it in your website. Get all of those keywords, everything in there because you want to start to rank in search engine results. And SEO is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. So the sooner you can get changes made to your website and the more consistently that you can make these changes that Gleneth is recommending, the better off you'll be and you'll start to see a steady increase of search engine traffic. Also, be sure to get that freebie that Glenith offered you. It's at Gleneth.com slash author. I will also include the link to that in the show notes, which you can find at blogger2author.com slash 32, along with everywhere you can find Glenith and some additional resources as well. So be sure to... Head over to those show notes to check that out. Again, blogger2author.com slash 32. For those of you who are just starting your book writing journey, I have a great freebie for you. It's my set of worksheets to help you get organized and get started so that you can have a solid plan for writing your book, which will make the entire process a lot easier and faster. So this set of worksheets will help you plan your book quickly and efficiently, but in a way that will give you a detailed outline that you can follow to write your book faster than you ever thought possible. You can get that at bloggertoauthor.com slash download. Until next time, happy writing! Thanks for joining us for the Blogger to Author podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share the podcast with your friends and be sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about
1: Blogger to Author and the podcast at bloggertoauthor.com. Till next time, happy writing.